Welcome, welcome everyone to MCU Rewatch, your former path to Avengers Endgame, and now your journey through the MCU. I am your host, Mark Turcotte, and on this episode, we are talking about Spider-Man Far From Home, and to do so with me, and have been here with us on this whole journey, first up, Paris Lily. Paris, what's up, man? Oh, good, man. You know, it, it, it's so funny, like you said, this journey, it kind of dawned on me after Endgame and all the dust settled. We had kind of had this break leading into Spider-Man. I was like, we really did watch every MCU yeah. movie all it's over crazy. again. I was like, that, that was such a crazy thing, but but I'm glad we did. I, I'm excited to talk about Spider-Man. Yes, yes. And of course, to round out the trio here, Swain. Swain, what's up, man? Oh, man. I love Spider-Man so much, just in general. Like, if you look back on this year, uh, it was truly the year of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that it was capped off with this movie. It was wonderful. Yep. Well, uh, let's jump in here, boys, like we always do. Swain, do you have your little summary? I meant to ask you before we went going here. Do you have your little uh, three or four word summary? Kind of continue <laughs> that trend or no? Uh, Peter Parker is bad at romance. <laughs> There you go, yeah. Awesome. Well, speaking of romance, I mean, what do you guys think just of the movie kind of being this, like, more romantic comedy almost, don't you think? I mean, I, which I think was good because, you know, for me, obviously, and, and really everybody coming out of Avengers Endgame, you know, you had the big death. We were just everybody feeling sad, although, you know, the future was hopefully looking bright. And I think this was much needed, you know, after the last two films to just have this movie where we're just thrown in get to have fun sure it does have some solemn moments but overall i think this movie was definitely needed um just for the fan base right completely agree and i liken it to this if you say that homecoming was a john hughes movie to me this was more national lampoon's european vacation and it was (laughs) lighthearted you know the kind of the rom-com thing so yeah I, i was all for it it was great what do you think just overall, like your impressions? I mean, that's usually where we would start too with these episodes. What do you guys think just in general, your overall impressions of the movie? I guess I'll just start real quick yeah, and just say I, I loved it. Like like you said, it was a nice palate cleanser after just the last couple movies from Infinity War and an endgame and just the ramifications of everything that happened there to now get this more lighthearted movie. We're continuing to go down Peter's story. And, and I think the one thing about it that I really enjoyed was this was more a Peter Parker movie and not a spider-man movie Hmm. in that i didn't need him in the mask i didn't need him web slinging around to enjoy it like we're to the point now where i i truly enjoy following these kids and their story and i was with peter i'm like let the kid go on vacation and and try and get with mj i mean that was really his his (laughs) whole point of this right so so i really enjoyed that um and i know we'll get into the twist stuff with nick fury later but I, i really enjoyed that as well and I, dude, I thought they nailed it with Mysterio. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and, and, and so much so that it, it, Jake Gyllenhaal's performance was great, but so much so that Mysterio wasn't a person, but Mysterio is a production. Mysterio yep. is a team of yeah. people to put that together. And I, I loved how all that went down. Like, I have to fully admit, I tried to stay away from spoilers of, of anything that was going on. And I, I knew the history of Mysterio through the comics, so I knew he was full of it. But they did such a great job in that first hour of the movie. I'm telling you, 
I actually second guess myself. I go, <laughs> well, is is maybe this Mysterio really is good from another universe? <laughs> yeah. And we're gonna find out our Mysterio is the bad one. I I, I actually second guess myself in the first hour of the movie. I, I thought it was great. Hmm. What do you think, Swain? Just overall the movie. So I I'll have to like preface this by saying like Endgame. I like we did this podcast leading into Endgame and it was like so much hype. Like that MCU movie was like the long drawn out like expectation of like a year of it, like excitement and wondering and you know guessing and looking at the random things you see online or like hints of screenshots like or stuff from on set and I just like spent that whole year just like absorbing 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 and then spider-man i made a point to look at nothing i saw the first trailer and that was it and i was like i'm going to not actively avoid the stuff but like i'm not going to like dig deep into what i could possibly dig deep and it just like it not only just snuck up on me like oh spider-man's here oh great great let's go let's go see yeah. it um but it made the experience so much better because i was like i wasn't really expecting a marvel movie and then all of a sudden it was here and it was delightful like it had a great villain it had a great story uh it had uh some of the familiars that we've had from other uh you know uh plot lines with like iron man and stuff oh man and having happy like be a part of it all uh was really nice and then like uh they really got like the intro to this movie is so perfect yes, <laughs> yeah. yes it was because a yes. uh, little backstory that's a really expensive song for them to yeah use in yeah, a movie it is, man it's like one of the most expensive songs you could use in a movie and they used it over like clip art it was and <laughs> yeah. like the getty images of a candle yeah oh. like that was just like that sets the tone for the whole movie right there yeah well i think that they handled it well you know you come off Endgame where you know it's sad and somber and then this just immediately you hear whitney houston singing and it's the classic like kids uh, what do you call it? like news show that you would see in middle school or whatever? <laughs> I mean, or, I mean, obviously it's high school here, but it was just so great. I mean, that's something that everybody knows, and immediately you're just back in with Spider-Man, like you know. Which even you think how Homecoming started, where it was him on his phone filming, you know, just all his kind of everyday day to life thing or day to day adventures. I mean, it's just so great how they're able to capture Peter Parker. And by the way, I mean Tom Holland again, just knocking it out of the park. That guy. I heard somebody say this, I think, on another podcast or some review that I watched, and it's like, Tom Holland can play Spider-Man forever. Like, honestly, oh, yeah. he's just, he is perfect for that role. The way, that, like you said, uh, Paris, how he is, this movie was very much a, a Peter Parker movie, and I love seeing just Tom Holland. I mean, of course, you love to see the action of Spider-Man, but seeing Tom Holland on the screen... It's great. I mean, he, he just delivers it all. And the way, you know, pulling in Ned again had a great, great just role in this yes. movie, falling in love. I mean, the whole time, you know, you think maybe Peter's going to get the girl. <laughs> nope, it's Ned. But Ned goes through this whole character arc of not wanting to be with girls to, like, he's dating. He's almost, like, practically married. And then by the end, they get off the plane and nope, done. Yeah. Like, that's so <laughs> like, yesterday, cool he says. The movie. So yeah, great. It was great. Yeah. I, they, just, uh, I love it. One of the things I really liked was how they kind of took... Yeah, 
is they didn't do it wrong, but they took the teeth out of like the snap happening with, by calling it the blip. Yeah, and just being like, yeah, this is like, well, the blip was more so like everybody reappearing, and like all the questions everybody had asked, like, oh, what, like, what if you were in the air and you like came yeah. back, like, and all of a sudden like it's a really funny moment where like everyone just appears out of nowhere and there's <laughs> yeah. like basketball players playing a game and like the band shows the band up was there yeah yeah yep but i i did love how they kept it lighthearted, obviously but they they actually posed a really dark scenario with uh martin was martin sergeant's name <laughs> yeah. the teacher where his basically yeah. his wife faked a blip yeah, like, so she could go <laughs> run right. off and be with another guy. So, and I know this isn't the movie to explore that, but I mean, there's so many stories that they're going to be able to tell in that. Well, what happened to the to the people that that were still around for the five years, and then the people that weren't, and what does that mean in life and yeah. relationships and all that? So, th- th- that was just a nice little sneak peek to it. And then, not to mention, you have uh, God. I'm blanking on the name. You probably know it's Wayne, but the is Brad. The one that was trying to give an MJ? Brad. Brad. Yeah, Brad. Almost yeah. started as Brad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so think about that. You have these kids. The second best that... villain in this movie. Brad yeah, exactly. Davis. His name is yeah, Brad Davis. Totally was a villain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you have that whole thing where you have these kids that are now five years older where the people that aren't. What does that mean and all that? Mm-hmm. So, so you know, they didn't dive deep into it. But now those questions are there as we continue through the MCU. Yep. I want to talk about bring bring back a little bit to Mysterio again because we've talked here on the on this podcast just about the villain problem, and I think the way they present Mysterio by going back into the well of pulling, who's the guy from Iron Man? Like Peter Billingsley. That, I, I could not. That was so awesome. They blew went, my mind, Paris. The fact yeah. that they went back all the way there, and then you know they even had him. You know, obviously you go back, you watch. Um, uh, what was that? Age of Ultron, where he did the barf. Was that? I yep. mean, you don't. You're not going to yep. see Jake Gyllenhaal there. But the way well, they kind no, of uh, Civil War. Civil, Civil War. War. Oh, that's right. That's where it was. Yeah. But they kind of like present that, you know, and, and just the way that they're able to continue to have all these movies just be this one cohesive thing is just awesome. Yeah. And, and I again, thought that was- you understand kind of what Mysterio his his motivation and what he's doing. And they presented like the one scene when he goes, I guess, the first time to fight Mysterio. And he kind of pulls him into all just the different settings and, and you know, all the different, um, you know, where at one point he's he's in the he, you see the the skeleton of, of Iron Man, of Tony, you know, climbing out of the, the, the grave and all that. Like the way they capture that, if you go read any yes. comic where Mysterio is in it, every panel usually is different because he's messing with your mind. He's messing with what you see. And they presented that on screen just incredibly like it, you you were right there with peter wondering what the th- hell is going on it was drones like instead of like some sort of mind altering yeah, exactly like, the way they, they just made it all make sense in in the world it was great they, and I love there's it. A, a really great moment at the beginning like the very opening scene when uh sam jackson and um maria hill well <laughs> maria, jackson, hill and, maria. maria hill and fury, fury. show up to the battle well, to that like post battle thing, yeah, and they their car gets damaged from what's happening, and it's being damaged by bullets you see in the car, and it's not like it shows you that it was drones from the beginning. Oh, really? Like, it wasn't just like right, battle right, damage; right. it was like yeah. bullet damage, hmm. which is really cool. Like can, all can, the way from the beginning, they're telling you. Can can we can we pause on that real quick and just kind of go into the twist that it wasn't really Nick Fury or Maria Hill the entire time it, it was Talos and his wife and that, that that twist because as I'm watching it 
I kept thinking to myself, something is off with Fury. Like I could never put my finger on it, but he kept saying and making decisions oh, that just didn't it's real seem simple. Yeah, it's, it's real simple. Fury, no matter what, knows everything. Exactly. And for him to admit he knew nothing from the beginning, like he yeah, was like, yeah. ah, that's not Fury. Like he would already like be two steps ahead of this in case of emergency, and he would still know a bunch. And that's why, like, I love that they like. Like they had the twist at the end, and he's already ten steps ahead. He's in space, like yes. taking care of and, some bigger problem. Well, and that sword, and that sword, right? He's creating I, sword. Yeah, I mean that's the the. Yeah. the mm-hmm. But here's the million dollar question: How long has he been Fury? Has Talos been well, Fury? Because that's that's where I mean we know the the at least for a fact we know the funeral, right? Because he said no, I, I didn't the, get your number. The, direc- the director came out and clarified that. Okay, he said. That was Nick Fury at the funeral, and that Talos took over post that. But that doesn't that doesn't mean that Talos hadn't impersonated Nick Fury previously. Okay. But at in in game, head, it, we, it kept yeah. making sense for me. Like, uh, what is it, Winter Soldier, when he gets all shot up? Like that, yeah. it just that would have just made sense for me at that point where he really got that damage. You see him flatline on the table, which obviously was kind of a ploy. At that point, they bring him up to the ship. Talos comes in, and then from then on, it's always been Talos. And Nick's just been kind of directing him, you know, things to do and and whatever, kind of feeding him all the the intel. But that was that, that was just kind of how I was maybe thinking yeah. in my head, like maybe that's when it happened that he yeah, needed and, to go and, to get and healed. And I would have been but... with you till till the director came okay. out and said that no, like in Infinity War when the snap happened, that was Nick Fury. Okay. At the funeral, that was Nick Fury. But like, there's also a scene in Age of Ultron, I believe it is, where he cuts a sandwich. He eats a sandwich that's diagonal, and he clearly states in Captain Marvel that's one of his pet peeve things he won't do. Like, oh. yeah. So, so who knows? But hmm. I, I, I just love that reveal that it was Talos. Like, this is weaving in the scrolls into everything that that we've known. <laughs> and was and wasn't there also a, a swing? Because I know you saw it a second time. They actually mention about a sleeper cell so the, yeah, with they, scrolls, right? They mention uh, they're when they're walking together at one point. Uh, Fury and uh, Hill. He says. Uh, something about a sleeper cell Cree. Oh, Cree. That's what Yeah. And the, uh, the other tell at the very get go was him saying your planet, not our planet. When he, they're talking underneath the, Uh. like the in Venice, he like Fury says your planet's like in danger or something. And it's like a very clear tell that he's like talking about earth rather than like, it's it's so subtle, so small. Yeah, and but if you go back and like, watch it, you'll you'll you go back it. and watch it, and you you're like, oh my god. That's I, like, I know we we talked about this with our Captain Marvel show as well, but like, I mean, this opens it up to the they could bring really anybody back, right? Like Black Widow could come back, but it's really a scroll. You could even have Tony come back, but it, which hey, money wise, is Robert Downey going to come back and don the suit? That's a whole separate story, you know the. <laughs> But technically, they could, right? If he, if they ever sure. bring him back, just even if it just needs to be a face, I think you know, somewhere in the. In I the think MCU. the the scroll reveal plays into the other post credit scene as well, because mm. I oh, think yeah. the scrolls are the solution to that problem. If you can show Peter and Spider Man in the same room together, then that shows that he's not Spider Man. Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah. And well, if they, 
we should we should scroll. explain that. We should explain that because we're we kind of just jump sure, right sure. into I mean, what like, it is. I... Yeah. But the fact that, and again, I, I, I'm telling you, I literally stood up in the theater and started applauding when it was J.K. Simmons. <laughs> J.K. Simmons, and, man. Yes. So good. It was coming back as J. Jonah Jameson. I go, that's freaking brilliant. But not to mention, he's the linchpin to making Mysterio even, well, and this brings up the Edith thing, but even you know Mysterio's final I gotcha thing, that he makes Peter the villain. And it actually exposes who Peter is. I, I thought that was fantastic. Um, which, by the way, just just to go on the Edith thing really quick, I love the double meaning of Edith because originally Edith was, you know, even in death, I'm still the hero because of course Tony Stark would say something like that, right? Yeah. But Mysterio actually took that meaning for himself at the end because he was the hero in death, and Peter yeah. was the villain. That was his final f you mm. <laughs> to, to Peter at the it's end. Crazy. Yeah. I, I yeah. just real quick, just on uh, J.K. Simmons, I think playing Jameson. I think um, number one, yes, great that he's back. I mean, he, I think for everybody who's watched any of those older Spider-Man movies, he is Jameson for everyone. Yes. Even when I see him in the the farmers commercials or what are those commercials like? We are farmers, like yeah, that that's yeah. that's Jameson. But I like how it's a different twist. Like that's what I really like about I think this series, like okay. MJ. That's it's not a, Mary Jane. It's Michelle Jones. Very, you know, and that uh, they're making him like an Alex Jones podcaster. Yep. Like, did extreme. you play the the Spider Man video it. game? I did. Yeah, and that's what it is. It's the and same. It's like ex- it, it's very it's similar. I was like, yeah. I was so in love that that was like the route they went with that because yes. it's that's the modern take. No one's like going to relate to newspapers nowadays. No. Like, no, nope. I need more pictures of Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're gonna relate to this like very like abrasive person that's like always after like the, the weird truth which is so bizarre but and, and, and for people it works listening, very well if you have not played the spider-man ps4 game looking at you paris you got to finish it did you finish it paris no i've not you got to finish it it is, it is on my <laughs> you gotta wall play the game number one because it's incredible it. but yes the jameson yeah. in that is awesome and i think in the dlc the last dlc he actually spoiler alert has a heart attack during one of the <laughs> podcast rants that he has going on the air it's it's great it's it's fantastic um, uh, but you know, in terms of him r- revealing the identity, what, and this is even to kind of go to a, a larger piece here and that this movie kind of seemed to establish, uh, especially towards the end when Peter makes his suit, essentially, um, it's almost like they're kind of setting Peter up to be the Tony, you know, like, and, and so I was kind of thinking in my head, like, okay, well he builds his suit. I don't know if he could carry the MC, the MCU just in general, or even just in the world of the MCU, be that Tony. But maybe by showing his face, he could play that role like Tony. When Tony came out and said, I'm Iron Man, the world then looked at him and said, we know that you're Iron Man. Maybe that's kind of the spin they're going to take on it. And Peter, and they don't need to have a scroll say, no, he's not really Spider-Man and keep Spider-Man's identity secret, even though that is how it is in the books for the majority of the time. Maybe it's okay to have a Peter... Although I still I, think he's too young as it is right now, but <laughs> maybe he could be that face like Tony. I does. love this like new ground they can tread on. I mean, like obviously they did it with the Civil War comics, but like I like this new path they can take in the MCU where and, well, people know who Spider-Man is. And yeah. before it was just it was always that struggle to keep his identity safe. And it didn't quite fit into this MCU all that well because all of the MCU characters were very like, 
this is who they are. You They're are like, right. we know yeah. who, yeah. We, who mm-hmm. they are. Yep. And that world never really seemed to struggle with that problem of trying to keep a secret identity, which is also a very DC thing. Like, DCs are all about their, you know, yep. oh, mass, my alternate... Mass yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like that path going forward where people can... And even if it's, like, it's controversial and, like, some people really like them... And I think it's also why they pulled that one that one scene from the uh, uh, that's in the trailers where he is uh, beating up all the bad guys and the cops show up and he's like, ah, I did your job. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they pulled that simply because like they don't know how they want to handle his interaction with uh, the police and stuff going forward mm-hmm. with him them knowing who he is. And I'm sure like. There's another way they could do it. Like, oh, there's some rogue cops that aren't like happy with his, you know, uh, vigilante status. Or yeah, like, it's all it, it's all been played out before in different ways. But I'm, I, you know, what I think so. <laughs> yeah, and I think this version of Spider-Man, being that his suit is really high tech on top of just his skills, you know, his his powers. I mean, before in the comics, he's a high schooler and he was the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. He just dealt in New York. Where now when he basically is filling the shoes now of Tony Stark, getting all the Stark tech, having access to Edith that can send drones yes. and rockets all oh, over. He sure just said it perfectly. The, the bread. In the space. We send after bread. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he, he doesn't <laughs> need to be really hidden behind worrying about what the NYPD think about him. You know, it's more like a global, if not galactic type thing. So I think them knowing that it's Peter is, is fine. And that could be why they just kind of got this out of the way. Like, hey, MJ found out who he was. That was cool. Neat little take on it. And then now the world knows. And you think it's a just moving forward. Uh, they it's it may not be subtle or it may be. I don't know. But like the way that I see this is like because at Talos is like giving Fury an update about what's going on and Fury kind of like just shakes it off a little bit. It makes it seem like it's a minor problem to him. Yes. And it's like, yeah, 100%. it's not going to be like a big thing for him. Like his problem is like obviously space related now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, so, think of it think of it this way. I mean, from the real Nick Fury standpoint, he was simply giving Talos to just run an errand for him. Hey, yo, give the kid Edith because that's what Stark wanted. That that was all he was really supposed yeah, to true. do. Yeah. And then he he pulled pulled Peter into the bigger thing with Mysterio. But I, I do want to go back to what you were just saying about uh, Peter's identity being exposed. I see it one of two ways. I, I, I definitely agree the path that you guys are going down. It's like, hey... This kid's already been to space. He's fought Thanos head to head. I mean, he's you know been through the snap. He's already been through all these things, which, hey, it isn't really fair to him to have to kind of grow up quickly, but he's already been there, done that. Do we really need to protect Peter, the 16-year-old kid, at this point with everything that he's already been through in the MCU? So I could see them going beyond that, and then, yeah, he just embraces the role of being the next Tony Stark, that whole thing, Spider-Man. I, I get that, but here's the flip side to it. I, I do see a grand opportunity for them to introduce Craven the Hunter into this because oh, Craven could see this as the opportunity to hunt down the great villain Peter Parker, aka Spider Man. So I could oh, see a man. total storyline behind that. I also see this. They keep setting it up that, oh, he's going to be the next Tony Stark because someone has to fill those shoes. Who's to say 
that isn't our gateway into Norman Osborn coming on. There's no rule that says the next Tony Stark has to be a good guy. True. He just yeah. needs to be the, this genius tech philanthropist guy. That's Norman Osborn to a T. So they didn't. I was actually shocked we got zero Norman Osborn hints in, in, in this because I, I honestly thought the mid credit scene. They were going to show that, you know, Avenger Tower was now Oscorp. I thought that was just that was a rumor, the, I think, wasn't it? I think yeah, 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 beforehand. There's so there's like a uh, Norm, Norm Osborn would make really good sense because like with the Spider-Man and Peter being the villain, a villain can be played by the public's hero at that point. Yeah. Yep. It's true. Yeah. Um, man, I didn't, I didn't even think of them pulling Craven in Paris. Now you got my mind going crazy. I think that would just be an awesome, awesome character to bring. Actually, well, I, like I don't know if, I don't know if you remember with Black Panther, originally Ryan Coogler was going to use Craven as the villain in that. Cause there's obviously there's history with Black Panther and all that. So mm -hmm. he was actually considering him then. And we obviously know, you know, Craven's last hunt. I mean, there's just so many great comic storylines with Craven yeah. that they could use with Spidey. Just makes sense. Well, see, yeah, I, I mean, even the Craven's Last Son, I actually just read that recently, where I mean, he kills Spider-Man and like dons Spider-Man's suit and pretends like he's yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man having a high-tech suit, he could technically put that suit on and have Spider-Man still be around, but it's Craven as Spider-Man. Would they do yeah. that on cinematically? I don't know, but with the fact that the way the suit is built now and it's not just his his powers. They could do something like that, and yeah, and then now, I mean, with J.K. Simmons in there as Jameson, you could see him putting a bounty up, and then hiring Craven to go out and, and hunt Spider-Man. I mean, that could be a, the whole next movie if they, they keep could. it local. If they don't go galactic, see, that's the other thing too. Is I mean, is what is what is Craven in space? Like you know, oh, what I, I mean, if that's where I it completely goes. see them using Jameson to like fund the Scorpion. Uh, storyline yep. too because yep. that's another yep. possible yep. like they've already six. set that up man in a little mm -hmm. bit of a way like I, it's not beyond them beyond i mean that's where this is all going to ultimately like go right six seven years from now we're going to get the sinister six movie we're probably going to get somewhat individual movies I want with them these to villains and then they, they gotta they gotta do that i mean that that's just... i mean yeah because i mean think you still got doc ock you can introduce him oh, as like yep. i said I, and like when i bring up Norman osborne i really hope because, I mean, they've obviously used Norman Osborn way past just being the Green Goblin in the comics mm -hmm. at this point. So I don't even necessarily need him to be the Green Goblin. But, you know, Doc Ock, Norman Osborn, Scorpion, Vulture, I mean, it's, it's all right there. What do you think about the, the moment in the movie when, obviously, Mysterio is dying, but you see his team. Like, none of his team gets taken care of right. at that point. So it leaves a really loose end yes. in this story where they're going. And I think it's very important they showed him taking, like, uploading the thing yeah, from he, he, like, downloaded the program, right? Yeah, for the, for the drones. So I think that's obviously very... They showed it for a reason. And you could maybe even see that. Like, it might not be the perfect setup, but that guy, I don't know. He had a very... Uh, Doc Ock looked to me like the guy that played uh, oh, yeah. I mean, the guy from go... Iron Man 1. Oh, you, Ralphie? <laughs> Ralphie from Christmas Story? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, but, he, but, but, he had a very but, Doc Ock feel. 
Well, well the re- and, and that I didn't even think of it that way because I took that as, and that's why I kind of said at the beginning, Mysterio isn't just a person. Mysterio is a team. So right. the team still exists. So yeah. in that weird way, Mysterio could come back because he's just an illusion. He's oh. just special effects. So also, the team could be a, the actual Mysterio villain moving forward. That moment when he's like delivering the the speech that you see in the mid credit scene, he's yeah. talking about being like transferred back to his reality in that moment. Like yeah. he has a very quick, like, like I'm not, he didn't say he's like, he died. He's just talking about like, Oh, I'm like, before I get sent back, here's, here's what I think. Like it's very, um, yeah, it, it does set up that as well. Like mm-hmm. he could, Mysterio could come back. Jake Gyllenhaal could come back. They could have it be that like, he was such a great. Like, it would be a shame to lose. Him. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's what I mean. He would just be like an illusion, like an, an AI in a sort of and way. I mean, where technically, they could still couldn't, use him. couldn't the re- remainder of the team hook up with Jameson, and then now that's that they can create saying. illusions, they just do whatever yep. illusion they want of Spider-Man doing something terrible. You know, they yep. would they would have that ability. I think at that point. Um, let's see what else uh, we had. We had JB Smoove. In this movie, I thought he was great. He was great, great. wasn't he? I mean, yeah. I, I think both both who was whoever the other teacher was. I mean, they were just great comedic relief. Uh, I think in the movie, what do you think of just? I mean, just the action scenes with uh, the the um, elementals, essentially. I mean, just kind of. I mean, obviously, we know it's virtual and all that, but um, you know, I thought it was great. It looked just awesome. I thought it screen. looked good. I thought we got some classic comic panels out of that of Spider-Man dur- during those action scenes, which is I get like now I'm blanking on it, but there was one that literally I just remember from a comic book. I'm like, wow, they actually did it. It was like just the, po- <laughs> the pose that he had, you know, yep. it's really good. Um, oh, one other, one other thing. And this actually brings me back to a, a what if thing. So uh, you, you, when we briefly go to Aunt May's apartment and you see in Peter's room how he's storing the Iron Spider suit, you know, cause, so we know he still has the Iron Spider suit, but he did create the new suit, right? And I love that he ditched the Iron Spider suit so that we got back to him actually taking off the mask versus versus mm-hmm. it just being nanotech yeah. and going away. Because again, that's such a classic spidey Mm -hmm. comic thing to see him ripping the mask off all the time so i'm glad they did that but then when you think of it logically which is the better suit shouldn't the iron spider suit be the better suit that he (laughs) should be wearing you know what i mean yeah they uh i i think that's just simple like you said that's classic spider-man it's simply a design because they had like they got so advanced in tech that like almost every character was doing yeah, that with their yep, ex- exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, it's a little overplayed. So maybe we just go back to Spider-Man, like physically ripping off his, his, uh, uh, his mask. Well, I mean, with Stark, I, not there. I mean, essentially that could be now, you know, nobody's going to make that really anymore. Yeah, unless Peter decides that, yeah. Unless you have Osborne come in and say, Hey, Oscorp <laughs> will create Osborne. that for you. We're, we're taking over yeah. that mantle. Now we got that. Um, so what, what do you think is next now? I mean, obviously we got fury up, up in, uh, in space, we know we at least have another Captain Marvel movie. As we're recording this, this upcoming weekend is San Diego Comic-Con, right? And they have yep. a big panel yep. they're going to be doing. Be Saturday. Supposedly, the rumor is they're going to kind of unveil it all. Um, or not all, but obviously, the, the next few few flicks. I, I would just want what they've done before. When they like have that, you know, the big screen, they sh- throw it up on the screen. Here's the movies we're planning to do. And you have a timeline because so far we've all just been piecing together a timeline based off of like shareholder calls where it's like untitled Marvel movie one untitled Marvel movie two 
untitled Marvel movie three. And it's like, oh, all right, well, and we kind of place them based off of what we know. We know Coogler's working on something, and we have James Gunn's waiting till he's done Suicide Squad. So <laughs> yeah. like we're trying, like we're moving the puzzle pieces and like beautiful mind like trying to figure out like what's going on i just want them to like here's the plan and like it doesn't always work out like you've looked at past san diego comic cons movies push back years movies don't exist like this past week inhumans was supposed to happen yeah i saw that yeah (laughs) it didn't happen um but even going back you've heard uh kevin say that inhumans would be good for phase four and the, like that's a quote from him way back when it was like pulled from the you know the lineup of movies in phase three hmm. so maybe that'll be in there I, I just want a surprise i want something i want them to bring out someone Dude, that'll be like bring in those fox now, well, now they got fox well, give me the x-men give me the fantastic that, four just give me something like that would just be amazing yeah. You just said it, Mark, and I do think that's what it is because they teased the Fantastic Four in the in the mid credit scene when he's swinging through Manhattan. There was the the one, two, three, and what comes next. I mean, that's to- like they're setting up that potentially Avengers it says, Tower. Oh, it says ahead. Phase Four. Is that it, what it is? I it, thought it well, was. Phase- it, it literally says one, two, three, Phase Four. Look what we got n- coming next. Oh, okay. Uh, so I mean, again, this is where I only saw it once. I mean, so it is I'm, teasing I, the future. I, yeah, but it, it is the future. I think because I'm like, is this the Baxter Building? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Is, is you know? So we, look, we know they're coming, and I, I forget who said it. it Might have been Feige or whoever. They kind of admitted the Fantastic Four will be the first of the Fox stuff that they bring in. And, and it just makes sense because you does. got the co- cosmic ties. Exactly. I mean, there's, you can already integrate it in. So <clears throat> makes a lot of sense. The X-Men is the one I have no idea how they're going to do it. Are they going to try and retcon it in that they've been around the whole time? Are they an alternate universe? Who knows? Yeah. Well, we'll I mean, see. see, that's the interesting thing is like, I think it would make sense to do fantastic Four. you go cosmic and then you have Eternals to somehow is, bring it back to the too. earth. You could do that somehow with the mutants, but it would be kind of weird just saying, like, suddenly everybody's turning into mutants. Because really, that's kind of the Inhumans. There's a gas that just gets yeah. released, yeah. and mm-hmm. people have these innate abilities, and it just awakens them. The the Eternals, I think, is that key, like, to the mutants. Because the Eternals in the comic books, one of them creates the mutant gene as just an experiment. And it eventually, down the line, becomes the mutants. That that would work. <laughs> Could, I can already see the 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 end credit scene where that's the end credit scene. They're cr- working on this thing, and then the crowd loses it because they realize it's the freaking mutant gene, and we're gonna see it in the. Pre- <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, dude. Oh that that place will go crazy. But yeah. uh, I I do think their focus is gonna be more cosmic than Earth based yeah. for Phase Four. Um, I mean, obviously we're not gonna get Black Panther. We'll get another Spidey things like that. Oh, but hit- like you just said, with the Internals, Guardians is coming. There's- Shang Chi, there's well, yeah, that's true Black too. Widow, yeah. yeah, there's I'm Guardians. <laughs> like, there's still yeah, a lot right. of like Earth. A lot of well, Earth. Black Widow's yeah. going back though. We do, we know that. Black right? Widow is going back. Right. So at least you can. I don't know. And then who knows with the shows? I mean, we're gonna have the apps coming out. I've you know, heard the rumors that Black Widow takes place between Civil War and Infinity War. Really? Yes. Hmm. Based off of yeah. some other. Uh, spoilery things I've seen. Because what's the place that her and Hawkeye keep saying that they 
Budapest. Bucharest. Bud- Budapest. Yeah, I Budapest. Budapest. See, in my Budapest, head, I just right. kept thinking, yeah. like, that would be cool just to see that story. You think Bucharest because Fury says it in Marvel. He's like, Bucharest, Budapest. Yeah, like right. these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any, anything else with uh, Spider-Man that we're missing, guys, that you want to bring up? Um, I thought MJ's character, I, I liked her that we found out that her motivations weren't exactly what we thought they were. Because, I mean, they obviously set it up that she was very curious and watching Peter, like she was suspecting that he was Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And she obviously figured it out along the way. But she was initially basically spying on him because she was just a shy teenage kid that actually liked Peter. You know, that that's all yeah. it really was. You know, she her insecurities were just as much as any other teenage kid. You know what I mean? So that's what I kind of like that they made the kids normal. Oh, not to mention even Flash. Um, you know, Flash is always <laughs> bullying Peter and talking to yeah. him. And then we find out at the very end. His, like, he's running he, Peter, uh, Spider-Man fan account. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's a Spider-Man <laughs> fanboy. But then him, the reason he's such a bully like that is because his parents aren't there for him. Because, you know, when they come to the airport and they had the yeah. driver or whoever, it's like, where's his mom? And it's like, oh, she's busy, mm. you know? Give so we find Venom. out that's his Give him Venom. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Speaking of of that, I mean, I, I guess we didn't talk about the, the, the Sony-Marvel relationship rumors. I mean, you know, there was obviously the rumor that came out that they had to make a billion dollars on this movie or Sony could take back the full rights. It's going to make a million, so it's not going to happen. But... I kind of think that stuff was old. I think that was maybe part of the original deal, but I, it just seems to me Sony would be insane. Oh yeah, to rip away the Tom Holland Spider-Man from Marvel, they should just continue to do that. Yep. They've already proven with the Spider-Verse. I was just going to say, keep doing Spider-Verse. Go, do that. Do that. You can yep. do like oh, they can. They can already say that. Hey, this is just one Spider-Man in the entire Spider-Verse, and they could do something else if they really wanted to. But leave that Spider-Man the way he is. Don't screw with that, in my opinion. Which, by the way, speaking of Spider-Verse, did you see the thing that came out? a few days ago with the animation of Miles Morales. Yes. yes. I think you oh were the one God. I saw. Yeah, you retweeted yeah. that, man. That was so freaking cool that Amazing. he was animated early on at 12 frames per second while everyone else was 24 because he was still learning. And then by the end, when he actually embraces and he becomes Spider-Man, What's up, now he's at, he, he's at 24 frames per <laughs> second, too. That's so cool. We've already watched it like twice on Netflix, man. It's, yeah, I know. Which, which yeah. again, if you guys Same. haven't seen it, which I'm sure you have listening to the show, yeah. it's on Netflix. Oh, it's just so good. It is so, so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, I don't know how they would do. I mean, Venom going cosmic, I guess they could bring in the suit that way, right? I mean, with whatever adventure Spider-Man goes on here in the next five, six years, he could bring a piece of the suit back, right? right. I mean, they could go that route and kind of go. But what was it? Secret Wars? Is that where he got the uh, the suit originally? Secret Wars. Yeah, yeah. Secret Wars. So they could uh-huh. go that route. Um, and that's the one that Russo's, the Russo's said if they were going to do another movie. They would love to do Secret Wars. So. Secret Wars. It could happen. I mean, it's they they got rights to everyone to, to be able to do it if they need to do it. So hmm. I don't know. I, what I'd a bizarre storyline that one is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh all right. Well, that is it, I guess, for us everyone here on Spider Man Far From Home. I'll say, I don't know when we'll be back. We don't know, right? I mean, maybe we could even maybe do a little blip, a little blip episode or something if we want. When when uh, we well, find Disney out what the plan Plus, is, Disney Plus is starts in November, and I think one does one of the Marvel shows launch with it. I can't remember. Yeah, I think is it uh, uh, Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier? 
I can't remember. One of them I, I is going to launch. Yeah, I think you're getting yeah. one of those, and you're getting Mandalorian yeah. on the Star Wars side. Yeah. Ooh, oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what if you know we decide to whatever show comes out. Maybe we can kind of just just keep the shows going with that. I don't know. We don't know yet how they're going to dump those episodes. Like if it's going to be just the one. Here's the whole season, or are they going to do like the Hulu thing where it's every week? They haven't said that, have they? How they're going to do it? No, no, they have not said. I, I will say this, though, thinking about it, we probably should come back maybe even as early as next week, depending on what yeah. this announcement is at Comic-Con, because yep. we're going to get the roadmap to at least see what it's going to look like. Yeah, you just know? have some fun speculating. I think we'll yeah. do that, So, uh, All right, Swain, you're nodding your head. You got anything final here for no, Spider-Man? No, I'm just... I'm just mad I'm going to be at work on Saturday. I can't watch it. <laughs> yeah. I would love to just be like actively like sitting on the internet waiting for that to, just to, to drop. It. But I'll have to I'll have to react later on that night. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll see what they announce. And then, you know, maybe here in the next week or two, we'll uh, jump on here and speculate. And just have fun talking about what could be coming up here for the MCU. So. All right, everyone. Well, thank you here as always for tuning into the show. However, you're tuning in. And with that, we'll catch you next episode. Later. Later. Later.